I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Health and Safety Conversations. Here's your host, Tom Bourne. Hi, and welcome to Health and Safety Conversations. I'm your host, Tom Bourne, and with me today is my lovely and beautiful wife, Karina Bourne. Karina, how are you? Great, thanks, Tom. How are you going? Oh, pretty awesome. We're here today for the wrap-up of Season 2. So, uh, I don't know. Where shall we start? Well, what have been the highlights for you this, this season? Oh, dear. It's been interesting. It's been very interesting. Highlights. Getting people on of of good profile, people wanting to come on the program, the fact that we've managed to achieve some pretty remarkable milestones for the podcast, and the fact that we were able to literally wrap up the recording for this about six weeks ago. So it's been good. It's been a bit unlike season one, where at one stage we were scrabbling a day before to find a guest for an episode. It certainly hasn't been like that. And uh, the signs are good for season three. What's been the highlights or what's been, has there been any positives out of the podcast going to the air in season two for you? Oh, I think it's been really interesting that people are contacting you a bit more regularly around wanting to be there and sharing that contact about having conversation with you and and being on the podcast, which is really exciting. And I think, you know, it takes a lot of your time and it's it's a really exciting space where you know people can actually have a discussion and have their views heard and I think that's that's really exciting Mm. any negatives in the podcast coming out in season two for you oh I don't think so I don't think there can ever be negatives around you know but there have been like I think some of the challenges have just been you know the usual ones of of working full-time and and hosting a podcast like this which does take a lot of your time and I think that's that's always going to be a challenge but I think it's something that you're really enjoying I think you know working full-time doing this podcast and studying full-time has been 
a big workload this <laughs> for the time and we managed to fit in a couple of weeks away in, in Bali and I think that was that was really good that we managed to do that and I think it was great that you were able to pre-record and, and get things ready so that you could keep going even while we we're away which is it's pretty good so hmm. what about you any challenges or Oh, right from, like that? right from the right from the start when we decided we'd do season two and we actually thought about it, it was I thought it was gonna be a, a challenging season because we knew we were looking at going away for almost two weeks overseas. And the idea of having to keep the podcast going whilst we were away meant that we had to try and get guests in and guests, get guests recorded. The best situation would have been before we went away. And we were able to do that. But, my God, it it it, it was pressure sometimes to get it done. And thank you all to, to all the guests who actually came on board and perhaps responded to the urgency to get stuff done and did it. But, yeah, look, I am always up for a bit of a challenge, and I think you know that. But perhaps working full-time moving during the start or moving moving not long before we the start of season two and studying full-time and doing the podcast with all of that it entails mm. uh, perhaps it was a bit ambitious op- ambitious <laughs> optimistic and I don't know I mean I I did I did get some support from a couple of people at my work Big thank you to Michael Leakes and Adams Parsons for actually being supportive, at least in spirit. Adam Parsons has been a, a great supporter of the podcast and has come up with some great ideas for me. So that's been nice. But yeah, and even just the challenge of being in Western Australia and having different time zones whilst everyone's working, it it don't want to sound like I'm whinging, but it is a challenge. It mm-hmm. certainly is a challenge. And there have been times I've reflected that perhaps it's easier to to talk to people in overseas because of time timelines and time zones than it is in Western Australia. And you know, there were there were times like uh, getting up and recording Bob Edwards at three a.m., uh, recording other people at five a.m. or four a.m., or even recording people at at ten thirty p.m. That had to be done because there was no other time available. And we try always to accommodate our guests. But it is a challenge when you're working full time. There's no doubt about it. But it's something I enjoy doing. And I, th- I think you know how how upbeat I am at the end of some of these conversations. How would you describe it? I think it's invigorated. You, you come out of these conversations and you're excited and there's yeah just it's really great to see and and how excited you get talking to some of the people and I think that's that's really good I think you have a lot of respect and and thanks for the people that are coming on and you're having the conversations with and I think that's really that's really cool I think it's really good yeah that look it's given it has given me the opportunity to support, talk to some absolutely great people people with a lot more intelligence and wisdom and experience in me, which I wouldn't have. So I, I do thank all the guests for coming on and, and helping me out and also possibly helping other people out. Mm. But I, I, I'll i be quite honest with you, I don't really enjoy the day-to-day mundane mm. 
things that I have to do, things like sending out emails, booking appointments, chasing people who have agreed to come on to come on. It, it It's those sort of nitty gritty things that I'm, I don't really enjoy, but it's part of the process, so I accept it. But we'll see if it gets better in season three. You need an assistant <laughs> to do well, all those. It would be it, it it would be ideal if I just basically turned up and went right. Let's start recording, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Well, not not yet. And there yeah. is there is also that part of me which does like to directly mm-hmm. orchestrate everything, and I think that might, if I did have an assistant, might be hard for me to to let go and delegate, but. Yeah. It's something I probably need to work on a bit more. Mm. Yeah, and I don't think Shifu's quite up to being trained to do some of that work. No, <laughs> no, no, not quite yet. Not quite yet. He's, he's struggling to uh, struggling to manage not to eat socks at the moment. <laughs> so perhaps sending out emails is a little bit beyond him yeah, just yet. Yeah, you're probably right there. Oh, uh, dear. Some of the good things that also happened during this season, we did release health and safety conversations, health and safety reps diary. And I believe that's actually going to be a very valuable asset Mm -hmm. for health and safety reps, not just for now, but in the long term, because it's not one of those diaries that you need to buy at the end of financial year or the beginning of the year. It's got where you can add the year in. It's a day-to-day diary directly aimed at health and safety reps to actually help them do their job a bit better. So it's not one of those things that we have to constantly update or people have to buy mm-hmm. for a certain year. I think it's going to be good value, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. We also released the the pun, the tongue-in-cheek BS, BBS Safety Sing-Alongs book, a book generated entirely by ChatGPT and just to basically perhaps poke the bear of behavioural-based safety, which surprisingly has done quite well but I, I hope no one ever took it seriously as as reflecting of our views at all uh, so what are some of the things that you're looking forward to coming up in the second half of this year coming uh, up to season three season three what? yeah that's it's an interesting thing there hasn't been a uh, a clear delineation of between season two and season three because we started recording season three quite some weeks ago. Mm. I think we might have recorded a few guests before we even went to Bali, mm. which is, oh, it's outstanding. It's, it's outstanding, but it's kind of scary too because currently I think we've got, if you take off the people we've recorded already and the people who have booked in solidly to record. I think we've only got five spots left currently for season three. And I don't really want to extend any of the seasons past 20 guests. Mm. I mean, realistically, I think 40 guests a year out of 52 weeks is enough for someone who's basically doing this in their spare time. Mm. I think it gives you a time to have a break and a reflection and to kind of get some of that work done that goes on behind the scenes I think it's a really good balance yeah and and also to regain passion because you don't you don't want it to become basically a chore Mm. where you're just going blah 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 same blah 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 hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And, I, you know, I never want it to be like that. If, if there's no passion, if there's no excitement, if there's no thrill of learning, then I think we just stop. And, you know, we'll, we'll see. There is part of me that perhaps thinks at the end of season three we'll have a, a, a serious reevaluation if we'll continue on because although we get a lot of good comment and a lot of good um, you know praise for the the episodes and it realistically it does take a lot of time we still don't have a major sponsor which means perhaps it will never happen. And uh, there comes a time when you have to sort of weigh up how valuable is my time for other people as opposed to how valuable is my time for my family. And I, I think we're, we're getting to that stage where, where I have to have, have a serious reevaluation to, to actually see if the benefits of doing this for me and for other people is outweighed by the time that it's taken me away from doing other things. And uh, yeah, I never want it to be a, a, a burden or just be going through the motions. No, and I think that's, you know, a good reflection to think about, you know, because it's it's like that with anything. Sometimes things come to a natural end and sometimes they don't. And I think that's okay either way. You know, you've got my full support. Yeah. I, Whatever I think- happens. <laughs> I think I think of Jacinta and I think of Mark McGowan and I'm certainly not in their books or comparing myself to them, but I mm. I think they've made very smart moves to go out whilst they are not on top, but in in their best condition and mm. they don't want to necessarily fade away into uh, disappointing people. And you know, there is part of that that's definitely there for me. Uh, I think I think don't cut yourself off too soon though. I think you know, see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> still open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look, look. To be honest, season three, so even if there is a season four, some of the, look, one of the things I really wanted to do in season two, which never really happened, was I wanted more people from different industries to come on mm. and be on the podcast. People from every type of industry. And one of the things that I get worried about is that it's perhaps, and perhaps I should have seen this, but it's perhaps become a podcast primarily just for health and safety advisors and someone, any people in the health and safety industry. And I wanted it to be a podcast where anyone, no matter what industry they're in, no matter what position they are in, if they were interested in safety, if they wanted to talk about safety, they could come and talk. So that's one of the things 
that perhaps I've been a little disappointed in. And uh, to be honest, I can't see that changing much in season three, not with the amount of wonderful people we've had already. I can see that we're sort of heading down the same pathway that we did for season two, which is a bit interesting. But I think that reflects the fact that people are wanting to have a conversation, but also that a lot of the conversations you have are actually able to be put into any context. And I think if people are listening with an open mind and thinking, okay, in my context, it looks like this, they're able to contextualize what they're doing. And and I think that from some of the research I've been doing and some of the learning I've been doing recently is that contextualization is really key to learning and, and implementing what's going on in your learning, in your spaces yeah absolutely I was about to say something I'm like oh no Con- <laughs> talking work talk there yeah. context and conditions are always king in safety but yeah it, it's it's just been a, a bit of a it, it it's morphed into its own little thing and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing it it's it 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 is what it is I guess at the it moment having said that we've got some absolutely fabulous people in season three and some people that I only ever dreamt of actually talking to mm. are coming on. I think you know as well as I do that over the Christmas period between season one and season two, I did an awful lot of research and an awful lot of beating the bushes to try and approach people mm. uh, for season two. And one of those things was a lot of people weren't available in the first half of the year, mm. but they've now become available in the second half of the year, which is awesome, which is absolutely awesome. But it means my wish list for 2023 is almost complete. And that if we are going to do a season four, literally I'm going to have to start from scratch and start looking for new guests for 2024. But we'll we'll see if that happens yet. We'll see if that happens. We've got a, a, a little while to think about it. So, uh, so the messaging I'm getting is that if you haven't had a conversation or booked in for a conversation and want to have a conversation with you, Tom, better actually think about getting it so that you can be keep it going. And yeah, well, that's 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 the thing. I mean, if if there is the interest, and if we can have, I don't know, perhaps a bit more time mm. to do things, but it would be good. But if not, we'll reevaluate. We do have the end of uni coming up later this year, which will free up some time. But uh, yeah, still want still want to be able to actually be able to go and spend time with you guys and enjoy life as well as doing the pod. And now, exciting news for me is that I'm be changing workplaces. So. Starting a new job is always a new learning opportunity, and and you'll be doing some new things that you haven't done before. And I think that's that's really exciting and a great opportunity to yeah, learn some some different things. So it's exciting. Yeah, and and I'm I'm looking forward to that. Learning new things, being able to talk to new people and, and to be able to go occasionally out to site and mm-hmm. and, and to speak to people at the coal face, literally at the sharp end of safety, to learn and see what's actually happening if if we're cutting through or if not see what people's real opinions are because we do talk to a lot of professionals Mm. and a lot of professionals and academics who have awesome ideas but are those ideas actually filtering down and taking effect 
at the workplace. I, I, I have my doubts and it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Oh, you've got to have hope though. And I think that's sometimes what we find in anything. The people that are engaging in professional learning and professional development are usually those things that those people who are really interested in gaining, but some people just don't have the time or opportunity or inclination to kind of go go through that process of professional learning and they're probably the ones that need to most but it's one of those things that just got to hope that that learning and development is happening and what about you i i i I see that you are moving into some sort of safety areas in your workplace yeah, so I think the more I learn about health and safety, the more interested I become in putting it into, you know, the early childhood context and, and what's happening in that space. And I'm currently doing a, a project on the psychosocial risks and how our workplace is supporting and mitigating and, yeah, making sure that we have a really robust set of pro policies and procedures around you know making sure that we are all healthy and safe in our workplace sounds good sounds good let me know if i might be able to help in any way i always do (laughs) (laughs) if i don't know something i know people who do know something that's it i know somebody who knows somebody (laughs) i think Saul would say oh dear well i think we've gabbled on enough i think that's enough we might do that corny phrase and say, that's a wrap. That's a wrap for season two. And we're going to have a few weeks off, but that doesn't mean we're not recording. We certainly are recording, trying to fill up that last few spots. We've got a big week of recording ahead of us. That's to be honest. And in the meantime, you can catch up with everything that's happening on the website. That's www.healthandsafetyconversations.com. Or, of course, you can always shoot us a lively line on LinkedIn. But for now. Thank you for all your ongoing support. and Yeah. Being part of our our team at Health and Safety Conversations. Yeah, yeah. And it's been wonderful. So thank you again. And we look forward to hopefully speaking to you again in Season 3. Because we have been working hard. Right from the very start, who knew we get this far? But now it's time for us to stay out until it's late. We've come a long, long way, so we deserve it, mate. Call it a day and celebrate. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees. Supercharging productivity for your developers. Providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.